Updating. I can have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is episode 130 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Before we get too far, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because we're not a home improvement podcast, but I do want to tell you that this week, you know, last week was painting, this week was plumbing, so I switched out the uh, drain basin in the tub upstairs, and then also the flapper valve that closes the, uh, you know, so you can keep water in the tub and close it out. I know full and well, but explain drain basin for so, those that don't. Well, it's, it's just at, at the bottom where the water drains out. You know, usually you just unscrew it, and then there's like a little... Uh, a bit of like putty. A, yeah, a little star pattern, and then you stick a... You know, they have an actual tool, but you can you, you pry that. You unscrew that thing, and then you drop another one in there. Okay. And uh, in my case, my... You know, this bathtub was set in there in 1976, and obviously it's never been changed. So that little star in there was broken out, so I had nothing to grip uh, to, to, un, to unscrew the... Uh, you know, the little drain it's kind of where the tool comes in, right? Well, you, usually there's a tool that sits in there that has like four teeth on it, grabs it and it stuff. grabs it. So um, I finally, you know, I, I went to Ace Hardware and I was able to uh, to find the exact tool. In fact, I went five times today. I have all these receipts here that I had to keep going back. You know how that five goes. trips. Well, when I took the flapper valve out, there were two screws, and again, since it was been put in there in the seventies. The screws, came, I pried them off, and oh, they both yeah. busted. And then I left the backs of two screws in the wall that were basically rusted into the wall. So then I had to get a drill bit, drill into those, and then get an extractor to try to drill into oh, that. Oh, I've bought those, those little kits. But yeah, yeah. the problem was is those broke off. So you know what? I, oh, I, Jesus, I got I got crazy. I ended up uh, I ended up buying a, like a, a threaded screw and making a new hole in this metal and you know actually threading a hole. And uh, really? and creating my own uh, new new place to drop a uh, a screw. How badass did you feel when you were done? I told my wife I wasn't going to wear a shirt for a week. I you swear shouldn't. to God, you should. I mean, I'm wearing one right now because it's cold. I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, no, I'm not wearing a shirt for a week. Seriously, you know, how Tuesday through mm-hmm. next Monday since Halloween. You know, I want to scare the kids. Good, don't. But I'll tell you, it feels damn good to be a gangster. You know what? It and man. I bought a bunch of new tools. I got a palm sander this week too. So. What? What yeah. are you sanding? I got it for twelve bucks. I went to Harbor Freight, which I will oh, tell you. You want to rent a tool? If you ever see the movie Sea of Love, in the very beginning, they do this thing where uh, the police department—it's uh, based there. It's Al Pacino. He's a police officer, a detective, and uh, John Goodman's his partner. And they, I don't think uh, I've seen this. Great movie. Another one you got to see. Okay. So one of the, the very beginning scene is they do this roundup of like deadbeat dads, where what they do is they send letters to all deadbeat dads. Hey, you want breakfast with the Yankees? So they tell them all to come. What? Yeah, they tell them, hey, you know, everybody come to this spot, and we're going to serve you breakfast and pancakes, and the Yankees are going to come out. So all these deadbeat dads show up because they're, you know, they're suckers and guys are stupid. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> and, amazing. And then they just lock the doors and arrest everybody. You're kidding. No, but I feel like they could do that at Harbor Freight with child molesters and people on the run from the law. I've never seen more mutants in my life. 
Well, yeah, but I, I did get a palm sander for twelve bucks, and they offered me a year warranty for eight dollars. And I thought, well, no, I'll just buy another one. It is weird, like how Harbor Freight works. Like you can go and you can get a engine hoist, a an engine hoist. You can get a pipe bender. Yeah, pipe bender. You can get uh, you know conduit bender. You can get drill bits. All these things. Uh, a hundred a sack of a hundred utility work gloves for like 40 bucks and it's like you go to but you go to like a real hardware store and it's like that palm standard alone is 300 bucks so what's up well i can tell you i i stumbled across another grommet uh maker and some grommets and i already had you one but not. i'm like it's three bucks no, so I, yeah i did no you did i not. told my wife i was like dude i bought another grommet maker she's like for what i was like grommet maker three what bucks if, what if i need to make a lot of them? and i like and, and it was like 50 grommets I do, I do the same thing at Harbor Freight. Every time I have a big job, my father-in-law will go there. Except for he will delegate what I should have. He'll go, well, you need a, like a, oh, uh, a tile wet saw. Bought one. And I go, yeah, but I do like I do like a tile job a year Like if Perfect. I'm busy. And he's like, well, yeah, but then you don't have to get one. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like 40 bucks. Right? No, 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 no. You just buy it. I agree with him. I bought I bought one tile saw there. I did two tile jobs on backsplashes years ago. My yeah. old, my first house. and uh, we Like did a radial arm one? House. Like the kind of like I mean obviously just it's actually like a table saw kind of one where it's 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 on it's coming up from the bottom and you just you push it across okay okay so okay. it has like a, yeah yeah that's that's correct I didn't need to make the buzzing sound but either way um <laughs> and I probably do it for the like, like forty bucks for it and it I got like five jobs out of it and then I, I mean I could have continued to use it but I threw it away but that's the thing <laughs> people pushed, people go like to it. for people like us is perfect because people go like oh you get craftsman's like a a, a lifetime warranty team's like yeah but. I'm going to do three jobs and hopefully never, never do another tile job right. ever. And here's the thing. It's perfect because you get your tile job done, and then when your buddy's like, hey, dude, your tile looks beautiful. Do you mind doing mine? I, I would, but my, my tile my tile. Saw is I'd broke. love to lend it to you. I, it's broke. I would. I'm, I can't use it anymore. It broke. I'm sorry. Uh, find somebody else. Well, um, you can run. You know, Corolla has a thing about that, too. I don't cite him all the time. But uh, he's he's got a bit. I wonder if he stole that from this movie. That's weird. Is he says he's going to do a thing where he gives away like Oakland Raider tickets mm-hmm. and all the people that show up for the free free tickets, but it's going to be like on a, a Wednesday, like right. during the, yeah. yeah, he's going to round up people and that's how he's going to find. I've heard all a lot of people felons. use this uh, that analogy. I love that but, idea, but, uh, and I don't know that that's the first movie, but I mean, dating back, I, I would say Sea of Love was probably like 1986, Okay, so it is pretty old. It's pretty old, yeah. I'm. For I mean, it. it's Al Pacino when Al Pacino was awesome, dude. I went to I went. I took my kids. I kept tweeting about it this morning. I went to Bellaboo's, uh, which I know I go to. I it's go also, all wait, the time. It's also voted to have the hottest sex scene in a movie. Bellaboo's? Yeah, no. Sea of Love. Oh, hottest sex scene with who? I don't want to tell you. Really? Yeah, you'll have to see it yourself. I'd like to. I'd like you. John I, you Goodman want, and who else? I want you to report back. Okay, to me. it's a all good right. one to watch. It's really an awesome movie. Sea of Love. Sea of Love. All right, I'll check it out. All right. But yeah, I went to Bella Boost today, and man, I just—I don't one of those like I woke up on the wrong side of the bed kind of thing. So, and and you know me, dude, I do like my due diligence, uh, hopefully, and more. Like I'm always trying to do whatever. Makes you mean you came to on the wrong side of the bed? Like what? <laughs> I uh, woke up on the wrong side of someone's gutter, but I went there, and uh, and I couldn't tell if it was just because I was because I go there all the time, man. So it's awful. I, I know, but. This that's my you got sti- the year pass, but that's my style, dude. I'm like, especially since I got the year pass, it doesn't cost me more than a couple slices of pizza. Kids are super happy. Who gives a shit? What do what, you do the whole time? Who cares when you're what there? I think? What do you do when you're there? 
I bring a book? I follow them from room to room. And you don't just sit in a common area and just... I mean, they're old enough now where you can just... No, sort of I don't. Home, no, no cause they're you mean. actually get down and physically play with yeah. them. You're insane, man. I, I, I mean, part of me goes like, this guy's a really good dad, and the other part goes, this guy's an asshole. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think... Cause, <laughs> I'm shaming you, know, you. Well, no, not me, but I mean... Because I don't go to Bellaboos, so... I'm just saying that I know there are parents sitting in the common area that feel like their kids are probably looking at them. I guarantee you play with other people's kids that are just in the general vicinity. I hate it. They do pop up. I know. Like, oh, this guy's fun. Like, he wants wants to wrestle. And I'm like, no, dude, that's not how it, like, I'm like, I'm messing with my kids. I can't. Or you know what's the worst? It's all or nothing. Kids are like throwing balls at you and stuff. Like, oh, this guy's fun. Right. But it's like. I can pull my kid aside and be like, stop throwing shit at me or or, or it's going to be bad for you. I, think I can't you grab. Can, I think you can. Uh, why is there cameras in there? No, not I know. think you not could sort. You know how you know how when the you know someone's not looking, you can throw a, a, a forearm shiver. Yeah. Well, it was. It and was, then be like, or push your kid into that kid and be like, oh, he tripped. I don't know. Uh, one of our kids is a crybaby. <laughs> I don't know why. But yeah, it was it was one of those days, man, where usually I'm cool. And here's the thing. Like, it's like like. Like everything else in my psyche, um, I'm torn between I want to sit there and just like dick around on my phone, right? Because the kids, like you said, they're like five and three. They're old enough to do what they want to do. Um, but then I look around at other people on their phones and I go, look, what a bunch of shitty parents. Like, like I, I judge big time. Like well, these people are just sitting around like digging around on their phones. Uh, I just look at them and I I, I, I uh I project shame upon them. Yeah, but again, man, I've told you, I feel like at some point you have to let these kids figure out how to entertain themselves or you'll be stuck forever. It's like the people who let their kids climb into bed with them. I'll never understand those people like, oh, well, you know, he he didn't like to sleep. Now, okay, I understand the woman who's breastfeeding. It's like, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to get up either. So it's easier just to be there. Barring that though. Like, you know, you know as well as I do, once you get in that habit of letting your kid, whether oh, like, dude, I'm in the oh, gray I'm scared, area right I'm going to jump in the bed with you. Then it becomes, I just want to be in the bed with you. And you let them one time because you're like, oh, they're cute. I want to cuddle with them. Next thing you know, it's like the next night and the next, I think they say it takes like three nights maybe to break it or three days to, to create or break I'm in, a dude, habit. I'm in dangerous territory now because there was, there was a couple times last week where I woke up and my daughter was in there. Because she would wake up and go like, oh, I want to sleep with you. My wife would bring her in. And when I work, um, sometimes I work midnights at the meatpacking plant. And when I do, they, she will sleep with my wife once in a while. Like she'll start off in her bed and she'll go and get her and bring her. She's three, you know. It's got to be united front. You well, know it. Here's the thing. I wake up and I'm like, oh, hey. And I like, you know, who doesn't want to wake up, you know, and their baby girls are and it's cute and, and yada, yada. Uh, it's it's wonderful. However, I I told my I told my wife I was real in front of her, I was like this this can't be like a thing, but but if it's speckled in there, it's been a long running joke with my with my my daughter when we put her to bed she'll say I want my I want mom to sleep with me I want my and we always go okay sure in a minute and she passes out and we laugh and we go ha ha we tricked her and right. the second thing we do, uh, and she will say I want mom to sleep with me and she'll pass out right away, like n- not expecting it to happen. It's just become like a muscle memory right. thing she says. Well, now once you give her that that little bit, so that's become a thing, yeah. and so it's 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 not happening. But like, I, it's I hate it, I, I hate to scary. take you off your path of Bellaboo, but I was just saying like it these habits like with kids. I I I've, I'm all for like just telling my kids like get out of my face. 
Like today again, you know, I'm working on. I know, up, but that's United Front. I can't get away with that. I, I'm like working on the tub, and my daughter's like coming in there, and she's like, "Could I hand you tools?" And she's like dropping stuff, and I'm like, "Just get out of my face!" And then you know, <laughs> I'm just like, "If you want to be close to me, I'll turn the TV on in my bedroom, and you could sit in there and watch TV while I have my podcast on, not mine, but someone else's with headphones on, and ignore you completely. And then every once in a while, you'll I'll hear something that sounds like you calling for me, and then I'll yell to my 11 year old. I won't let him go play with his <laughs> friends because I need you to entertain her because I'm busy doing shit. See, it is what it is, man. I I will not get things done. But but you're saying, but you're doing shit. What if you just right. think I watch the game or something? No, I like, tell her get out of my way. Go find because you're watching the game. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often though. You know what I mean? Like, it, I like like today. I went to the hardware store four times, and, and she went with me every time. She loves to go to the hardware store. Yeah, why not? So that kind, but but I don't I don't do her stuff. It's sort of like that throwback That's to my dad's struggle. My dad's days. That's the struggle. Where it's like if I real. wanted to be close to my dad, I had to do things that he was interested in because he was. See, just That's not what going I yearn do. for. I but right now I'm like juggling nonstop to make make them happy and i the wife and i had that talk tonight to where like i i was with them this morning and then we were at bell from like 12 to 5 and i came home and like eventually i'm not even a cubs fan but it was on i was like i want to watch the world series it's the world series i want to watch it like i'm into it right uh no matter who it is and it was like my daughter's down there and hanging out and finally i told her like you can you can be down here but you have to be quiet and you have to either watch the game or play with your own toys right and it was like I was a villain. I to was, who? I was the worst. Oh, the wife thought I was but just whatever. Like, what are you... I'm just saying, like at some point, I, mean, I was doing it anyway. But that's right. that's eh. where the that's where the di- <laughs> like if, if if you and your the mother of your children, whoever your no, wife, we're both whoever, like get out of the get out of the way of the TV. Right. You guys are like the Costanzas. Everyone's right. yelling. Everyone's used to it. In my house, it's like kids, it's wife, different. everyone. Yeah. yeah, it's it's super different. But you were talking about ne'er do wells. That's how I got started on this. I went to Belarus this morning. Nobody, you called no, nobody cares dogs. about how I parent and how I feel about it. But the, the reason I started saying this was because I was in a bad mood and I looked around and you you think you saw the worst people at Belarus or at at the hardware store? I was because I, I was already on so on edge. The people at Harbor Freight don't have kids until Ugh. they leave Harbor Freight and find someone. I was getting mad home. at people for saying their children's <laughs> names. Like it'd be like Dylan, Dylan. Dylan, get over here. And I was like, my face was changing colors. And I know they saw it. I'm looking at people like not, I, I've said this. Like stop I, yelling and get up and come. I don't know if I've told you this before, but like one of the things that I need to prove on as a person is is how I wear my emotions. Like when I'm upset, you can see it. When I'm happy, obviously, you know what I mean? I need to be a little more poker face just in life, just because mm-hmm. it just benefits you, right? Sure. And I'm, I'm in Belarus and I'm looking at these parents like, like I just wanted to choke them out. You know, they want to like tackle their parents in the ballroom and just choke them out and leave them and be like, when he wakes up, he can take you home. But but I don't want no part of it. Just for saying their kids' names, and, and if they're if the kids, you know, there's that old Carlin bit about like like a what is it like a Dylan? Uh, no, Todd. Guys or Todd, Todd Dylan, and Blake. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll get the shit beat out of them by like Jackie, Johnny, right. Ricky, and Ricky. Uh, it was and it was just like uh, Declan. And, uh, 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 you know, Dakota. Yes. It was all that. And I was just, just by them calling their kids out, I was getting so mad. And it was at that point when I knew it was not going to be a great day for me. Well, let me say this. Um, so there's still an elephant in the room. Last week, (laughs) there was an issue. I guess, you know, I didn't really need to put it out there. I sort of, obviously, I did with the name of the, the episode, which I don't think 
you understood right away, but I had to I, ask it, you. It, yeah, it was, it was sort of. Um, I was trying to do it to keep keep your dignity a little bit. Not thanks, really, but thanks. Uh, it seemed like right up right away. People, if were, I had dignity, I really would have noticed. People were chiming in on social media and saying, you know. Ben's a drunk. He's a loser. <laughs> whoa, whoa, uh, no. whoa! I, I think oh, sorry. Those were text messages. Those were things that you were saying, <laughs> right? You're, um, there was a lot of tweets by "Hey, my Dave." But you know that there was uh, <laughs> there was a lot of blowback, and a lot of people were just not satisfied with uh, with um, you know they, they they think that maybe you're going down the wrong path. So I thought, you know, as a guy who's been here since day one, and this being my podcast day one, now our podcast, but mm-hmm. you know, me being uh, the CEO, I'll, I'll, I'll still consider myself producer and whatever. Um, I told you, Hey, you, you can't come back unless you apologize for this. And uh, we had a long talk and we it's had not a talk something with I want to go the... back and forth about. I, <laughs> yeah. I did made my statement. So a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys heard Ben's statement live um, on WGN. Some people did not. I want to play it for you. He's also on JOB. Yeah, I want. I want to play it for you. Hold, on. guys. In a couple seconds, as I promised, Ben's going to come out. He has a couple of things he wants to get off his chest. I just ask that you allow him the opportunity to do so. You know what? Uh, here he comes right now. Ben. Good afternoon, and thanks to everyone for coming. I know your time is valuable. I promise to be brief. I would like to say first and foremost that I am thankful to have a platform and a voice with which I can use to address the recent concerns regarding my use of adult beverages during and prior to the recording of episode 124 of the Hey My Man podcast. During what has been an unfortunate incident for everyone involved, I would like to again say that I am glad to have the support of my family, loyal listeners, and others in this trying time. I would like to say that while my analogies have been described as world-class and many people commonly refer to me as a verbal assassin, I am not a perfect person. I have made some mistakes during this path that we call comedic gold and I will use them as a learning experience to propel the Hey My Man podcast even further into greatness. I take full responsibility for my actions and behavior both on and off the mic. I was not representative of the Hey My Man podcast, Dave, Dogfish Head Brewery, the makers of Quick Setting or Hot Mud Sheetrock, and last but not least, the producers and talent involved in making the hit show Double Dare on Nickelodeon. In regards to the factors leading up to last week's podcast, I can only say that while Dogfish Head 120-Minute IPA is a delicious adult beverage, I would not advise that it be consumed in a situation where lengthy recorded discussions involving painting tips and techniques, pig parkers, Mad Max lookalikes, and the band Corn are involved. It is true that the week prior to recording last week's episode, hell, it didn't slow David Wells down, I had been listening to a fairly heavy dose of the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, and that certainly had an influence on my verbose language and the excessive use of the expression yo prior to statements where a yo may have not necessarily been the prudent choice. I am thankful that I was in a position to take an Uber ride to record the episode, although those that know me personally know that my lack of tipping the Uber driver does not reflect who I am and in no way is a representation of my feeling toward the service industry as a whole. I want to personally thank Dave for driving me home after recording and allowing me to utilize what he refers to 
as Juber, patent pending. In the days following these unfortunate series of events, I have had the luxury of spending quality time with my family and reflecting on what truly matters to me while on vacation, and I hope to share my experiences with you in the forthcoming episode of the podcast. I ask that my, as well as my family's privacy, be respected during this transition period as I make the switch back to the more responsible 60 and 90 minute dogfish head IPAs, imperial browns, and milk stouts that are more commonly a vital and invaluable resource to my performance on the Hey My Man podcast. Thanks again for your support during this trying time. And as always, we'll see you next week. Hey guys, Ben's not going to stick around to answer any questions. I hope this satisfies everyone. Um, that's going to be that. Uh, thank you all for coming out. Uh, take care. Obviously, you know, something that you probably, you know, we're a little bit self-conscious about, but I think you, I think you hit it out of the park. All is forgiven. Yeah, I uh, I said I said my thoughts on it. So I'm glad. You, I'm I feel glad. I feel to go on about it now. Hey, you know what? I, you know what I like to do, Dave. It's I like to look forward. Gotcha. I, I'm not the kind of guy that looks in sense. the past. I look forward. I I, well, ble- I, mean, I blaze really new trails, <laughs> and uh, that's what I do. I'm not going to waste uh, our listeners' time. Gotcha. Talking about what may or may not have happened last week. <laughs> All right. Good. Good. It's not something I'm interested in doing. Awesome. Your team is the Mets, but, but yes. your secondary team, I believe you said you right. like the Mets more than the Cubs, right. and the Cubs is more than the Sox. Right. They are almost dead. And I said sandwiches more than the Cubs as well. <laughs> sandwiches more than the Cubs. Yes. Well, good um, for you. But they they showed some signs of life today. <laughs> We're not a sports show, but they're not dead. Yeah. No, I was I was pretty much uh, looking at <laughs> I thought it was going to be wrapped up. And would you care? I want the Cubs to win, but it's like they're going to drag this thing out, man. I think I, I think that uh, they're going to stumble again. But I think I said a couple weeks ago. I hate that, to say that that but. although self-proclaimed Sox fan, I still say Chicago first, and all my friends that are Cubs fans, I want them to win, and that's the adult thing to do, and that's the responsible thing to do, and that's the grown-up good karma thing to say. However, I'll say this. I went out and a friend of mine, Brandon, asked me. He's like, "Hey, man, I wanted to get your take on it. I know you're a Sox fan, so like, where do you where do you fall on this?" Uh, and I, I wish the best for everybody that loves the Cubs and wants them to win. And World Series feels awesome, and you should enjoy it. That being said, on paper, I go go Cubs. It's great. But what I can't lie about is when I when I actually watch it, like I would I would never go like. Oh crap! The Cubs scored. Like, oh, I didn't want them to right. win. I wouldn't boo against right. them. But when they don't win, I I would be dishonest if I said there wasn't a part of me inside that was like, ah, that smirked. You know what I mean? And I wish I was more grown up about it. I wish I was more of an adult, and I wish I could go listen. Like, these are the Cubs. They're second to the Sox. But I don't want them to lose actively. But when they don't win. I not not a virtual tear gets shed. I on feel my like side. whenever you see like one of these thirty for thirties on these teams that have these huge droughts, they always like have these. Especially like this will be perfect because if you know the, now the Cubs are in the World Series if they don't win, 
there'll be a 30 for 30 that'll be coming out. And they're, they always show these reaction shots of like, you know, the guy with his hands covering his face oh, oh, or the, I'm so tired. And it's of it. like, it's like they're perfect because you know, you're going to be on a 30 for 30 at some point. Like I remember watching, you Is know, it, one of the ones on uh, Boston or the one, um, you know, like on the Mets or something like that. And it's like, you see these teams lose year after year and uh, especially the Red Sox. And they had all this file footage of just like Red Sox people just, you know, like I said, hands in their, their face and their hands or, uh, you know, just like crying or whatever. And it's like, I, I just don't get that emotional about somebody else's stuff. No. I, you know what I mean? Like, no. I, I say this, like I told you before, if the Cubs win, I'm going to be like, that's awesome. I'm super excited about it. I, you know, I can't wait till next year. Hopefully they repeat and then I'm going to bed. It's, it wouldn't even, even with the Mets, you know, like how much that's it. What what else do you want from me? Well, I, but, but the thing is though, then why bother watching the, if you're not invested emotionally? I mean, but what's invested emotionally? What, what do you expect me to do? You're not the 22 year old guy that was banging your salt shaker anymore. So nowadays, right. you know what I mean? It's different. I remember, what was it? I can't remember which time, the last time the Hawks won, maybe I remember like they won and I'm in my living room and my kids are sleeping. And so I don't want to, I'm silently like jumping up and down, like pumping my fists. And f- five seconds afterwards, I'm like, well, that's like, I was like, what am I going to do? But like, even, I can't like, like look, look, look at the bulls. what they do? They had three lost one, then one, three again. Or yeah. They won, they won 91, two, three. They lost in 94. Jordan came back in 95 and they didn't win. And then six, seven and eight. Okay. So just what I said. What do I know? Uh, and so the whole thing is, is like when you have these teams that are dynasties, it's like, it's not that fun. Like there's something about grinding it out all season. And then like the Indians, you know, and then you win to me, that's a better story than the Cubs story of like, Hey, we won 103 games. We dominated pretty much. We we broke every statistic. We were the best team. We're clearly going to win the uh, the World Series from like you know the 20th game into the season. Everybody picked us as their favorite at that point. Yeah, like and then last you, year they didn't win, and everyone's like, next year it's it's game on. And then you go and you win, and it's like, well, that's definitely not as sexy as you you know you you fought to get a wild card position, and everybody doubted you, and then you you like you're you just sheer heart. Yeah. But, yeah, because on paper the Cubs are much better. I still, I still say this. I just don't believe. I sort of look at it this way: these guys are all great. They're all great baseball players. They're all really talented guys. So it's almost inevitable that just by putting these people together, regardless of who, I don't care if it was Dusty Baker, I don't care if it was Lou Pinella. These guys were destined to do something. Yeah. Now maybe Joe Madden, you know, has a, a tendency to keep things calm in the dugout and keep things cool and. The, How many, his attitude so are keeping it loose. He's like, yeah, they still just got to go out there and play. Though. Well, well, either way. So I'm just saying if that's the thing that he does or he pulls this pitcher and puts, it makes this matchup. Okay, cool. There's these subtle nuances. I'll give him his, his due. But at the end of the day, these are a lot, there's a huge group of talented people. So it's just not that crazy of an idea to me that these guys were going to end up where they are right now. No. So my thing is, is now you're in the playoffs and this is where strategy comes in. And and they're just not they're not doing it. So you got guys that swing for the fence. Their big thing is, hey, they win by hitting like tons of home runs. Well, guess what? Now you're facing pitching that you you're not hitting home runs off of, and right. now you have nothing. Right. The defense is good, good to moderate. 
It's pretty good. You know, no, it's pretty good. I mean, there's certain guys that it's, are great, and there's other guys that are like great. okay because even even Rizzo is, is like you know he hasn't been that great. He's made a couple of great plays. Hasn't been that great. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Javi Baez, great. Yeah, you know, but I'm just saying last year's, not this year's, but last year's Mets when they swept the Cubs, amazing heart. <laughs> Amazing. Heart. I'm well, just saying. I want to cheer. People him. might hear this podcast, and the Cubs might already be out by the time they listen. So just, no, I don't want to spend. Yeah, too, too that's true. That's true. Those dicks, like it'll <laughs> it'll hurt because they just lost. And it's like rubbing it in. But I will just end it on this. It's like, look, I would. If you're from Munster, you want Munster to win. If you, this is like a region thing, if you're like from Lake County, most like you want your team to win, of course. And I don't fault you for that. And I won't say like, like screw those guys. However, when I watch this game, it looks like monster playing like Gary Westside. So how, like how much heart can I be like, it looks like the favorite playing the underdog. Right. You know what I mean? And right. it, it looks like, uh, okay. Cleveland is not Chicago. The South side of Chicago is not the North side of Chicago. Right. So this is, it always comes back to it, but this is the Sneetches on the beaches, and I can't be, I can't, my heart can't be torn out when this when the cool Sneetches don't get their okay, way. Okay, what if it was Yankees-Cubs World Series? That would make it, actually, Chicago that, that, that's a good question. No, that's a good question, because that would make it much easier for me to want the Cubs to do well. But I see, like, a scrap, they're all millionaires, I get right. that, but, like, people go, like, oh, the Cubs need to win, and I go, well, Cleveland sucks pretty bad, like, it's not the best place to be so and no no offense to them but it's not la right? right um so why shouldn't something could happen to them why shouldn't they have this awesome cool they're gonna have no, a thir- I, they're gonna have I, a 30 I, for 30 where their basketball team wins and their baseball team wins maybe if the mess a if, shot in the arm ain't it i i can't remember the last time i didn't watch a world series like i don't care about like i mean yeah, I like watch every baseball game but like i don't care who the teams are sure uh, there's just, I mean, that you're just playing at the, at that, at this, this amazing level, no matter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you like to see the matter. best talent at the top of their game. Absolutely. So, so I do have a vested interest because I am a Cubs fan, but I want um, them to win for you guys, but my loins disagree with you. All right. Well, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, like I said, we could already be, yeah. we could, we, we could already be on vacation for the, for the rest of the, uh, the year. Yeah. By the time you guys hear this, I wanted to, when cover, I say we, I mean, I wanted um, to cover real quick, uh, I, I was on vacation from work this week, and uh, I think everybody figured that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I was on vacation this week, and we just hung around at home, did a bunch of like this is my favorite time of the year by far. It's not even close. Um, it's just the best. You're not even a fat guy. No, but I, I'm working on it. Right. Trust me. This week, hooded sweatshirt. This weather. week, I worked really hard. At, I just I love the weather. I love the pumpkin. Patches. Uh, I love all the dark beer that comes out. I love all the family stuff. I love uh, the corn mazes. Like I just all that. I just I love fall and I love the Midwest in the fall. Uh, everyone that like you know people that aren't from this area that 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 crap on this area do not experience it in this in this season that we're in. I promise you, or they would. So I always take my vacations during this time. Let me go somewhere cool. This time we just went to. Um, just a little thing, because like I said, my kids are small, so it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Grand Canyon, uh, it up. But we went to Key Lime Cove, which is in Gurney by Great America, mm-hmm. like an indoor water park, and it was it was cool. The kids loved it. They had a they had a blast. Um, but in typical fashion, I can't just sit back and enjoy it and watch them. I have to be like the small version of Larry David in my head that's that's doing it. So I did notice a couple of things. Like like I judge the parents at Bellaboo's, 
uh, I did that at this place too. There was, there's something about being, this isn't like, obviously it's not a fancy like resort, but it's a hotel where people bring you stuff and you, you, you know what I mean? Like you sit around and you lounge and you know what I mean? You're relaxed. Mm-hmm. You're not working for anything you get. Um, there was, I took a picture of this couple and I, I, I sent out a tweet with it along with the people from Wally that are in those, those floating chairs mm-hmm. at the second, second act of that movie. Um, there is kids running around these water slides and water castles, and there's just these, the the legal guardians that were with some of these people, dude. Just, I'm not gonna go into how much they weighed or their what, because like I said, I'm working on that myself. But like the 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 projection of sloth that I saw, like the the it was they were. I don't know if it makes sense to say someone's aggressively lazy. But like I saw a lot of that. I think if you're aggressively lazy, you're not at Key Lime Cove. No. Well, I would just say this. Well, I'm sure it's more on that. the Sandals Resort. You know, like <laughs> something. Women will always be like, "Oh, it's just so easy to be a man because you know what? Like, there's such a double standard. You know, fat fat chicks are just disrespected, but fat dudes will go out on the beach with like no shirt on and and, and they'll mm. wear like you know European bathing suits. They don't even care. Right. And I I see that. And I'm like, I, I see it both ways. I see women that are just as free and, and don't aren't, aren't playing by anybody's rules as a yeah. dude's. However, me, myself, like, I don't go to the beach. I don't go anywhere near. <laughs> I would not go to Key Lime Cove until I, you know, until I'm like in peak physical condition. Right. I just have, you know, so I don't those. And then there's that other group of people like, man, you know, throw caution to the wind. Like, whatever, man, you're a human being. Like, you'll never see these people again. Oh, I like, wish nah, I thought that way. Nah, God, I, don't, I, don't I feel, wish I yeah, thought I do that too. way. Oh, it's got to be so freeing to be like, I, I, I swear to God, well, dude, I've gone over my manorexia many times, but like the whole time I'm just like, is there an opportunity for me to put my shirt on around here? <laughs> I didn't enjoy that. Well, you just, where you, what you do is you just alter an old, like, you know, cubs or whatever, in your case, a sock shirt by cutting the sleeves, the sleeves off. Like super big Yeah, sleeves. so it's not like an actual tank top, but you make it look like, you know, you maybe use that shirt to work out. And, like and what high schoolers like do to go to the gym? And, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I saw a lot of people in, I just, I, I I would like to be evolved enough to where I don't judge as much, but it's just, it ain't happening today. It ain't happening today. And I don't know when, uh, I don't even have any, I don't even have any realistic goals of me stopping judging. I know it's one of the keys to happiness, but it's the one I'm putting off to the end. Um, but I, dude, I just, I saw some of these parents and I'm like. Look, I, maybe your kid's got a life jacket. Maybe he doesn't. But, like, this ain't a ball pit. Like, we're messing around with water here. And I saw a couple I saw a couple just the entire time on their smartphone, never even got near the water. Like, their kids are running up to my kids, playing, splashing. And I'm like, hey, quit splashing. I'm, like, having to yell at people the whole time, just staring at these phones. And all I thought of was, like, and this is a small, this is a, Key Lime Cove is like a poor man's vacation, right? This ain't like, we didn't go to like Maui, you right. know what I mean? We didn't go to this fancy. Not the Dells. No, it's not even. Yeah, it's not, it's similar, but the Dells is a poor man's vacation. Well, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, I've never been to Key Lime Cove, but I assume that it's just like a giant hotel with a couple water slides. And like yeah, a it's pool. just a hotel with a, a water section. I mean, it's got like a, it's just kids water stuff, right. you know? Uh, it's got some water slides and stuff and it's cool. Kids like love it. Like restaurants in the building. Too. Yeah, yeah. They like all that stuff. It's great. But um, I could. Shit, kids just like hotel rooms. They do, you know. They do. <laughs> so, yeah, it's funny. We got into the room, and the first thing, like, I basically all the stuff that I would want to do as a kid, that jumping w- from where one I would bed get to in the trouble. Other. That's <laughs> right. it, that's it exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would walk in, 
and I even told my kids because they don't like I had instead of waiting for them to figure it out, I like guide them. I'm like, you know what you guys do first, right? Because normally it's like, hey, don't jump on the bed, don't right. mess around. First thing, I'm like, get on these beds and start Ooh. jumping, man. I remember a couple of years ago, I went to a Las Vegas for work and architects convention, and I remember my uh, one of the guys I was there with would like knock on my door at like ten in the morning, and I'd be like, oh yeah, and he'd be like, hey, dude, we're gonna go down for breakfast. I'm like, bro, I'm in the bathtub, and I literally have like a book, and I would fill up like the. the we stayed in like the super nice rooms, and I would. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I've seen all these Dateline things about how filthy and like how they. I don't care. Just out of sight, out of mind. I'm dirty too. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I'm Whatever. <laughs> that's a good. I'm not worrying about it for three days. I'm here. That's way a good. That's a good way to put it because you go like, oh, you know, what people do in these rooms. And they go, well, who am I? Yeah. I'm not walking in here like, uh, you know what I mean? I'm not one of those weird serial killers that like uh, coats the room with plastic no, and I shaves that, all I the body hair that off. I tub so high. That the minute I go to wash my ass, water spills out, and maybe getting the people below me wet. You know what I mean? Like I'm the stuff you would never do in your own house. That's but not on the dirty level. On the other level, (laughs) right? So, but uh, I'm looking around at these people, and it's funny because I I, see what it looks like to throw a hair dryer in water. It's not my house, right? You know, test those theories. Let's see. uh, Is that true? Like, how much would it cost to get me a toaster in this room? How many cigarettes do I need to smoke in the room before somebody comes up and and actually asks you? Dude, it's sad. It uses the same terminology that people use with their kids. It said on the sign, it said, if you choose to smoke, there will be a $300 cleaning fee. I'm like, dude, $300 if I smoke a cigarette in here? And if you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be neat. Be a C, be a be a sweetie and wipe the CD. Yeah. Something like yeah, it was, I was like three hundred bucks for smoking. That's they crazy. should do. See, they should make the smoking thing a little less aggressive by making it run make it fun. Right? Yeah, right. like give me a jingle. But they, it was like the passive aggressive. Like if you choose to get a three, well, no, I didn't choose to pay three hundred bucks for this one cigarette. That's crazy. So we went there. I was amazed by how much people didn't watch their kids. As always, I was amazed by uh, how fat and lazy we all are. Because you know. I, I get that. By um, we, you mean them. Yeah, I mean them, and I'm like, <laughs> well, everything I do is, I told you before, like... Do you ever think while you're judging them, and obviously you're not fat, that they're, like, judging you based on some other thing that you do, or you're, you know, like, like they're not calling you, they're not judging you about being fat or maybe, like, a body thing, but maybe they're judging you about something. You're like, because fat people have to be judgmental as well. And I know that because I, 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 it's funny how I'm acting like I don't know. I mean, I assume they are. I, I, I don't I know, know any. I know some fat people. Yeah, that, I know uh, a guy who knew a guy. I, in fact, I'll show <laughs> you right. some pictures of a fat guy on my phone that I'm right, friends right, with. Right, right, with kids. <laughs> well, the thing about a narcissist is they never consider the effect that they have on others. So, no, I don't, I don't no. think about that. It doesn't come up. But the other thing I noticed that, uh, dude, what do you think they pay the, the lifeguards? And I don't mean this one. I mean... When last oh. year when we went to the Great Wolf Lodge in the Dells, uh, same deal. Twelve bucks an hour. Twelve bucks, bucks an hour. Between twelve and fifteen bucks an hour. My wife says I'm crazy, but I have a theory that they take loved ones of these employees, and they th- either either subtly send photos of their like said like of their loved ones in a compromising position, or they take them and they tie them up and they go at the end of your shift, we'll let them go. But but it ain't. That's happening. the only so, payment they get. That's no. That's it. Even if you paid me thirty bucks an hour, I would never ever be as aggressively attentive as these lifeguards are. And I, when I grew up, I'd go to the public pool, and it would be a a, a chick lifeguard, 
<sighs> and there would be a couple dudes like Wendy smoking. Peppercorn. We all went because, well, because Wendy Peppercorn was the lifeguard. <laughs> There'd be a couple dudes like smoking cigarettes by the fence outside the pool, and she'd be talking to them, and they'd be chatting up. And every once in a while, they would turn around and go like, "Don't, don't run!" Right. No, dude, that's not what's going on. These, uh, these lifeguards at, at like I said, when I went to the Dells, it was the same way, and Keelan Cove is the same thing. They go, they they never ever stop pacing for one like. Okay, let's start with the basics. They're not on their phone. Never saw a phone. Never. Well, because they wanted to jump in the water. What, whatever. The waterproof case. Get around that. Ziploc bag. Throw it on the ground. Okay? They're never on their phone, which I expect every teenager to be. They're not. Secondly, constantly moving, constantly pacing. Now, you've already gone over most people's employment. Right. Like, everyone I know never moves and is always on their phone. No, I usually go to work and get home, uh, and I have a smartwatch, and it I maybe moved, like, nine, <laughs> 900 steps. <laughs> so, so they're constantly pacing. Not only that, but they're always looking at the edge of the pool. Like, they'll walk the surface area and not just look with their eyes, but they'll bend over. Uh, they'll like, yeah, cr- they will. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the dudes now, <laughs> but they'll like crane their neck to look exaggerated, uh, in an exaggerated fashion to look along the edge of the pool. Every lap they do. I mean, they're looking, these guys are walking and gals are walking the pools as though someone told them I lost my baby and I'm looking for it. Like that's how. They're looking in this pool all the time. It was it was to the point where I went up to the dude and I go, "Hey man, do they do that fake dead baby thing with you guys?" He, you know, and as soon as he got that weird look off his face, he goes, "Oh, you mean like, uh, like they try to catch us up on something?" I said, "Yeah, I thought like like drills. Some of these resorts they'll throw like a fake baby. I've never heard of that, and that's the most insane thing I've ever heard. I heard of this because when I went to the Dells last year, I saw the same thing, and I I told the girl, I go." What I mean, you guys are like you're on it. You guys are really on it. Like, what's up? Like, why do you guys give a shit about your job so much? Nobody cares about their right. job that much. Uh, and she said that they would throw a fake dead baby. That's got to be wrong. A, they throw a fake dead baby in the water, and if it's on your watch and you don't catch it, well, why would you even want to catch it? It's dead. I think you got to scoop it out. But like is it a, is it supposed to be a baby that might be able to be saved? Or is it already dead? Like I'm guessing like whether, a serial killer I'm came guess- to the pool and just like tossed a dead baby in there? <laughs> no, it's like a limb. Listen, like if you just see a, a saw, baby arm. Yeah, I saw them drain a pool for a baby Ruth, uh, you know, one time. <laughs> I want the entire pool scrub sterilized and disinfected. Here it is. It's no big deal. Oh. So, right. you know, I have to feel like if they threw a baby that was already dead. I mean, how dead is it? Is it is it is its head severed? Or? I didn't keep asking about the dead baby, but I was assuming that like, if you see a baby floating, I, well, that's I, good I, news. I think it's, isn't it? I think it's good practice to ever assume that that baby is dead and keep going about your way. Like you have to go. Well, you know what? In an in-ground pool, it could clog the filter, and then everyone's gonna have to get out. Right, and that's like right. Okay, now it's on all of us. Exactly. Now it's okay. Now we, 
Now we don't get to see the big pineapple fill it with water and dump on us because you didn't watch your kid. Thanks a lot. And just you need to, to be go fair, watch we're talking about fake dead babies, not real yeah. dead babies. Yeah, this is my dead baby bit. I don't know if you guys right. have heard it yet. It's really, I went from drunk podcast to, to dead baby bits. But no, but they they told me that at the Great Wolf Lodge. So I asked the guy, do they do the fake dead baby thing? And he goes, yeah, all the time. I've seen babies. I've seen shows where they were swimming immediately. You ever seen those ones where like oh people throw? You see those <laughs> like watch how my baby swims and the baby looks like it's dying the entire time. It's it just the makes most it to the edge. horrible thing ever. I've seen them. They're yeah. awful. They do like this thing where they gasp for air. It's almost under. as bad as Eddie Vedder singing the seventh inning stretch. But go on. Almost. I digress. Almost. Okay. Almost. Um, so he says that they throw in um, multicolored fake dead babies. In the pool. They're not multicolored. To be fair, they're they have no different one ones. side is white. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like a bobber. <laughs> exactly. Like size red. Bobber. Yeah. Like exactly like bobber. And it flips over depending right. on which ethnicity they think swims right. better. So they throw it in there. And uh, he said it happens all the time. So I'm looking nonstop. I'm not even looking for my kids anymore. Like my kids, my real kids could be drowning, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find that dead baby. Because when I find that dead <laughs> baby, I'm going to find it first. And I'm going to go up to the lifeguard. Like, free buffet. Look, free look. buffet. Yeah. And I'm like, guess who's getting a free weekend? <laughs> right. Like I won't say a word you about get to this. Redeem that at the ticket counter. Yeah, you I'm get a gonna go like and a, an ink pen that actually disappears. I'm gonna go. Hey Terry, either I found this dead baby or I stay here for a week. Now let's be honest. You know that there's nobody named Terry after 1978. Terrence, I found this. Okay. Baby. Well, now I was talking no. about white people. No, I'm gonna go. Hey Aster, Aster, <laughs> I found this kid. And here's the problem. My son keeps going on that crane machine trying to get a Five Nights at Freddy's doll, and it's real weak. It's not actually picking it up in the arcade, I mean. How do you know about Five Nights at Freddy's? Uh, because your kids my kid are too won't young stop talking it. about it. Your kid's way too young for he that. He saw toys or YouTube clips. He won't yeah, stop I hope he didn't it. see YouTube. It's like a horror thing, and it's it's actually pretty... No, he's up... He's, he, it's same, similar... This is a side note, but similar to zombies, he's obsessed with it. But he but doesn't really know what it entails. Not really. Okay. He loves zombies, but only the cute ones from the video game. Gotcha. Uh, he loves the Five Nights the, at Freddy's. The new school eyes. Yes, yes. Gotcha. So my plan was to find a fake dead water baby and use it to get arcade tokens, tickets, possibly a free hotel night stay. It never occurred. But these people, this is... An all, it, at you, man. You're almost 40 years old. I mean, if you had done this at 25, you'd be looking to use it, redeem it for some something else. Yeah. Now you're looking for tokens and dinner. Yeah, no, this is the state I'm at. Okay. I'm like, hey, how much is the chicken fried steak at the buffet? I'm trying I'm trying to work something out here. One dead baby for your gravy. So uh I wanted to I wanted to get uh this and then and then be a hero myself, you know, because that's how I think. However, these um these lifeguards, seriously, that's why I go that's why I go back to I think that they have a loved one tied up because if I had that job, say it's twelve dollars an hour, I'd be like, "Look, I, I'm gonna like I'm gonna do a pass every minute or whatever." And that's you know, it still seems a bit extreme. It seems like a lot, right? right. Um, and hopefully that that fake dead baby doesn't come up in in, in my area. Um, but if it does, I mean, I like this job. But dude, I, See, I, I'm I not taking like, the stress with me. I but dude, like, they're 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 acting as if, I mean, honest to God, they're acting as if like. Here's the thing. I've never ran a marathon, but I always have this weird like life bet thing with myself. I go, I'm going to ride, do go run one one day, and when I do, the I I don't have the will for it. I just don't have the. I'm just too weak willed. I'm like, I'm just gonna quit. The only way I could do it is if I trick myself into someone saying, 
uh, your family's going. Like, like I'm going to take your kids out if you don't finish this I race. I just feel like vigilance is the key only because it just makes your job even harder. Because, you know, these, like you said, these bratty kids are in the pool. Parents aren't paying attention. If you're not vigilant, you're actually going to have to do real work. So it's just better for you to be, you know, no. like I said, Hawkeye and everybody every five seconds to keep on their ass. Vigilance than, is good, but this is an hyper- automated program would not do as good of a job. I'm telling you, they're on it. All right. They're, they're on it so much to the point uh, where I was in this little area where it's got like basketball hoops and it's, I think it's like three foot max. My mm-hmm. kid's wearing a life vest, a whole life suit. You know what I mean? Uh, he's in a bubble. What I just nerd. fill it up and throw him in there. <laughs> uh, we're shooting hoops in this little thing and it's, he can't, he's got a life vest on. I'm with him and it's not deep enough for him to drown, right? It's just he and I in this pool. That's not very, it's like, like the pool in your backyard, essentially, right? Um, we can't drown. Nobody knew was around. No one's come and no one's gone. So my thinking is if I'm the lifeguard, I just, I'm good here. Like I'll still, mm-hmm. I'll look, I'll, I'll, I'll pace, but more. There's for, one-on-one, one adult. More for show. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and the one-on-one, the one kid is in a suit. Right. She never ever stopped pacing looking in the filters looking drains the entire time to the point where it was bothering me i'm like look there's no new kids in here like stop <laughs> looking at my kid like he's gonna drown we're good she's like, heard that before <laughs> and then you know what the next just, thing you know dead baby, dead baby. <sighs> look i gotta tell you i had a similar awful experience at the zoo i invited you to the zoo you weren't able to make it but i will tell uh, you I did note some things and I did write them down. One was that the toilet seat in the zoo was extremely warm. I don't know why I wrote that down, but what? yeah, that I, I don't really have a story on that, but just know that <laughs> if you go right. to Brookfield Zoo, it's like 85 degrees inside the bathroom. So I don't know That's where the gorillas go. Okay. Um, I, I want to tell you that. Thanks uh, for that. <laughs> I, one thing I noticed <laughs> is, is like, you'll always see these people changing, you know, like, so now it used to be, um, in the women's bathroom, I assume there's couches or whatever, um, and there's tampon machines and all that great stuff. And we don't have anything. Our bathrooms were like a brick wall, a urinal, and maybe like if we're lucky, a partition between the urinal, maybe a trough. Yeah, if we're lucky. Um, sometimes a sink. And nowadays, what I've noticed is there's these there's baby changing stations in dude bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, I mean, obviously the tide has turned. I Times think are changing. I, I, I still think if my dad were alive today, he'd walk in there and he'd be completely confounded as to what that was. Like, he'd be like, I, if they didn't have a sticker with a picture of what it is on there, he'd be like, I don't. He would try I, to I sit on it like and break a, it. What is the, the bathroom attendant eat lunch here? Like, I'm not sure what's happening. This is where you sit when you smoke. Or this is where you sit when you cut wood. Like, it's a <laughs> saw. Is there, do you iron? What's happening? Why would they put a miter box here? But that being said... So I'm assuming the women's bathroom have those unless we're completely pussified and now we just keep them in the men's bathroom. Uh, they have to. But I'm, I oh, still... What a cruel but joke. You'll, you'll, see, <laughs> you'll still see people changing their kids on picnic tables. Now, I've, I've been one of these guys. I'm, I'm not big on the, uh, the public uh, breastfeeding, but I get over it. You know, whatever. Yeah. But... You don't. Cool, who cool changes cool. their kid's diaper on a table where other people are going to be eating? Nah, I'm not into I mean, it. what kind of low-class no. do you have to be to change your kid's shitty diaper on an edit? Ed- nah, that's, that's, that's horrific. But you know what I'm saying? That's so we, horrific. We have bathrooms where... We I just have, got through years of that, and I'd never do it. I, 
no. So before, if you were a dad and you went to the zoo and they didn't have that changing thing in the bathroom and you're like, well, I can't go in the women's bathroom, you'd sort of have to figure it out. And I would a, probably find like a spot in the grass by like where nobody was by a tree or right. something. See, because you're smart. But I, I just people well, I about people that. are so disgusting. Human beings are so nasty, and it's, it does this. This goes beyond race, color, creed, sexual mm-hmm. orientation. Just a human. Humans are gross, man. They're just so foul. Yeah, we are nasty. I mean, they're gross. People, why would you not think twice? You have a you have a diaper full of shit. Because it's just an extension of me. I want what I want. I want. I'm not going to inconvenience myself. I want to do what I want. And we've said this before. Like I wish I was. In some ways, I wish I was more like that because then I would be less in my own head. I mean, I've told you. I mean, I've worked midnights. Like I wonder if my brother Mark. He's like that. He's like this is like he'll eat his breakfast and he'll wait. He'll make everybody wait right at your brother's auto shop (laughs) because he's. It didn't even. It wouldn't occur to him that people are waiting. I don't believe that though. I believe it does occur to them, and they're just like, I don't care. But I'm doing it my occurs thing. to I'm him being me. in a say it occurred to him in a monetary value. It would be so small that like it's just like it doesn't rise. It's, it was, it's it's like a mental penny. It's just the most narcissistic away. thing ever. Kind of. I'm not talking about Mark. I'm just saying like yeah. for example, like my kids are yelling in the house. The windows are closed, or maybe I have like the sliding glass door open, and so the dogs are going. And I'm like, dude. I know my neighbor works midnights and I'll freak out or if the dog, I'll put the dogs out. The minute they start barking, I'll be screaming for someone to let them in, arguably causing more noise myself. However, I'm so into being a good neighbor and being that I will put myself out. And I know a lot of people aren't like that. Right. I uh, the, I had a neighbor before that had a dog that they would leave outside all day when they were at work and it was a lab and this is one of the reasons I hate these goddamn dogs. Oh. And the thing would bark rhythmically. Ruff, ruff, oh, ruff. I mean just for hours and I worked midnights at the time. It's hard enough when you I have things over the windows, I have and you know when I moved into this house and, and I had this incident with this dog um, my wife wouldn't let me put stuff over the windows. In my old house, I did. I had my own air, my own room, so I just did, you know, for work and midnights. But there's so much that goes into winding down and learning to trick yourself when you rotate around if you swing, to being able to to sleep on afternoons with if you especially yeah. if you have small children that aren't in schools and then roof, roof, and you contemplate killing the dog, you contemplate killing yourself, you contemplate yeah. killing. I do shift work at the upholstery factory. Same thing. I'm just telling it kill it will kill you, and and I often tell people the oh, the worst thing you can ever be is a bad neighbor because you know what you're going to get in return a bad neighbor yeah and, and 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 the last thing you want is to be adversarial with the people that have pitched tents next to yours no right? when you're not home yeah, yeah. It's, yeah I mean yeah. all the time I mean because then they have a party and you're like hey could you turn it down they're like no go fuck yourself well you know I, I mean? have just, really really um my neighbors are are I have good neighbors like so they're, do I they're, they're very kind and. They're very nice to us, and my wife cuts their hair and all. But neighbors on all sides of me have dogs, and all of them. I, I, one I, sets another one off. Like I don't get it because they're all nice people, but those dogs are barking at five in the yard at five thirty in the morning, and those dogs are barking and, at ten o'clock at night. So what? How is your dog always? And outside here, barking? here's how I here's how I know, and this is a woman thing. Um, because I know I hear my, I see my wife tune my kids out. I don't have this ability. My, I'll watch my kids go, mom, 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 yeah. mom, mom. Yeah. And she'll literally be staring at a wall or at her phone or whatever. 
And I, I'll be like, can you answer them? So she's just like, oh, you know what? I, I, what? And I'm like, oh, he's been, he's asked for you five times. Oh, what do you need? And I'm like, how do you not hear him? She's like, I'm just tuned him out. I just don't care. And so I have the, I, that has to be, cause I think dudes would literally come and grab their dog by the throat themselves for barking, oh. right? Regardless of it bothering the my, neighbor. Dude, my cats meow outside the window and it wakes me up when I'm on midnight. And I'm like, you're pissing everybody <laughs> off and I throw them in the house. I mean, yeah. I, that's just, but uh, you have extension. to be considerate. It's man. an extension you of, have to of, be. of narcissism. And I think the pet thing is you don't have to be a wild narcissist to let your pet do that. But, but, but with your kids. You you do like to just change him because it's like, oh my kid's the most important precious flower in the whole world. So his poop on your table, don't worry about it. It's his poop. It's awesome. My kid's poop is awesome. Your table's stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> Everything's about me, aka my with kid. With the poop on the table, the other consideration I had at the zoo while I was um, perched atop a warm toilet seat was. Forget this crappy one ply toilet paper, and I'm like, you know, I know the zoo basically is like a non-for-profit like they don't make a lot of money okay but whatever and they give you like the one ply or half ply toilet paper and you have to use like you know 90 sheets of toilet paper that just means i'm making a humongous paper mitten out of it but my thing is why don't people you know you you women carry around these huge purses or you carry like you you know you have your kids set up with a backpack to go hey we're gonna just take a backpack we'll throw i'm bringing my own toilet paper from now on i feel like that's a smart play people do the, the go wipes for the kids. Yeah, for them. Adults yeah. do it big time. It's a smart idea. I don't know why I never thought yeah, about it. It makes me feel weird. I'm I, not into it. I'm just saying rather it's use a great idea. Paper. No, to bring your own toilet paper. <laughs> if you don't want to use the wet ones or whatever, the, the wipes, mm-hmm. bring your own toilet paper. Bring them. Why not? Do it. I mean, even if you had to bring a fanny pack. Even if you had to bring a <laughs> I'm fanny just saying, pack, even if it just seems like you bring a lot of like, oh, let's bring some granola bars, let's pop some popcorn in case anybody gets hungry. Throw a whole roll of toilet paper in there. Yeah, yeah. The the women will bring like four Tupperwares of Cheez Its and like right. a bunch of a like couple said, Acto coolers. Yeah, like our kids, all our kids have to drink sixteen gallons of water a day. How about we all need to share one uh, a quarter one's gonna, roll? Yeah, I'm, one's gonna, one's going to last. I mean, oh you God. just keep, well, you just throw it in the bag for the next time. Hey, I mean, you, you know what you could do? Or Take you, it off the roll, fold it up, make it more compatible with your... Nay, when you're leaving, you hand it off to someone else who's coming in and go, hey, you know what? Pay it forward. <laughs> Pay it forward. Be like, what are you going to do in there? What, like, what are you, <laughs> the guys go to the bathroom? Hey, real quick, one or two. And if they go like, if they hesitate... I don't even think you need to... It doesn't need to be spoken. It's like well, a... Well, mo- some guy's peeing, I'm not going to waste like my toilet paper on them. I'm not wasting my toilet paper on some guy that's going to pee. It's a language that doesn't... When you, If I was coming out of the zoo and you were coming into the zoo... And I held up a roll of toilet paper, and I was like, "Bro, I'm out of here. I'm not gonna need this anymore." I wouldn't even need to do that. You'd know if I just handed you the toilet paper. You wouldn't be like, "What's this guy handing me toilet paper?" You'd be like, "Okay, there's <laughs> you obviously go, shitty toilet paper in here, right?" Hold it up, right? It makes a lot of sense. It makes when you lay it out like that. It makes a lot of sense. You should bring it with you. <laughs> but people are gross. You should not ever change your kid on where people are no. eating. Also, don't bring one of those external speakers. And I saw a lady pushing a three baby cart and she had like an external speaker, you know, like a, like a Bluetooth speaker uh, playing I, I feel baby. Like this is just tangent city play, I mean, playing baby music. I'm, I'm not just going to, I'm not, I'm not going to go off on it. I'm just going to say again, anything that you do, whether it be your kids playing a lap or an, I, an iPad or your kids playing a video game or he's listening to music, 
when it affects other, when other people can hear it, just knock it off. Just stop it. Had a guy today at Bella Booze. I don't know what the hell he was watching. He was watching church or something. He was watching something on his phone. Volume, full blast. Uh, I gave him so many dirty looks, he eventually went somewhere else. But I was just like, and I even thought to myself, I had this thought. I go, how bad would it, like how much would I regret it? How much would I think that was a bad decision um, divided by how good would I have felt for doing it? And that whatever the uh, solution ended up being, whether I do this or not. But I thought, this guy, he, he's so crazy. I, mean, I play this out in my head. I go, his thing is so loud that my kid's going to say, what is that? And I'm going to real loudly say, that guy doesn't have any manners. He's playing his stuff so loud we can all hear it. And I'm going to say it so loud that he can go, what'd you say? And I'm going to repeat it. And it's going to end up in a fist fight to where I'm going to try to beat the life out of this guy. I thought I went that far with it because of his volume of his phone. I went that far with it. And then I thought to myself, I go, yeah, that would look like I don't, I can't hold my temper. I go, but after the wife and everybody stopped getting mad at me and I got banned from Bella Booze, that dude would know. Right. Like he would, he somebody, would never, you know, the next time he goes to turn his phone on, he goes, eh. No, I, no, I don't think I'm doing this today. I'm not kidding. Like, I know it's a crazy thought, and I don't think I would have gone through it, but I had the thought, I go, if it came to me trying to, who knows, maybe he would have killed me, right? I go, but if it comes to me beating the life out of him, um, is that the length I would go to to get this spot? And I, I was in such a bad mood, the answer was, yeah. Switch it yeah, around, it though. Say you're at Bellaboo, and you know, you're not, you're just, you, you're like, you know, looking at something real quick, watching a video mm-hmm. or, you know, a YouTube video or mm-hmm. somebody links, I send you a link on Twitter. You look at it and a guy comes up. So I'm watching Sharkeisha And videos. a guy comes up and he goes, hey, buddy, why don't you turn that off? That's pretty rude. I mean, how, how quick would you be like to be like, you know. No, I think I go, oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't realize it was so loud. Okay. I think, I think I immediately. I agree with you. I would do the same thing. But if I don't, he better now, have Now, if been my prepared. wife was there, I'd, I'd have to fight him to the death. He- so. <laughs> <laughs> but if I don't turn it down, he better have been prepared now, to kill me. Also, him. if my wife's there and she says, hey, that guy's thing is too loud, go over there and, and punch him right in his face. Like, don't even tell him why. But I don't like that. You need to go beat the <laughs> shit He'll eventually find out why you stabbed him. <laughs> well, she'll oh, tell him. Dude, on this same, real quick, on the, on this same topic, I went to um, I went to Harvest Time Farms in Lowell, which I think think is still lake county i'm not sure yeah Yeah, absolutely okay all right that still counts (laughs) yes all right fine um i went there you know like i said all the way down to schneider really Mm. i uh i i I love this time of the year i want i wanted to go do the whole just it's midwestern autumn thing so we went there and i don't go to lowell often i don't have any reason to be out there i'm sure they're great people i'm sure they're fine but we've talked about this before where I looked around and I'm starting to size up everywhere a guy goes, ladies, lady, the lady listening we have, everywhere a guy goes, whether he admits it or not, he's looking around to see if if it went down, could he make it out of there with his bare fists? Like, could he make it out alive? Like, could he, could he kill the people around him in order to, to get away? Not like, oh, I want to kill these people, but like. If it's me or you, like how's this? How's how's it going to end up for me, right? And I know you have to tell your wife it's always going. I'm up wondering with you if my top. wife ever gets in a situation where she's like, "This this one's going to be hairy for him." <laughs> I'm sure, dude. If she would have been in Lowell, she would have, and I'll tell you why. I looked around, and I at one point I said to my wife, "I go, what's up with the dudes in Lowell, man?" She's like, "What do you mean?" I go, "The smallest guy here was like six two, like two hundred, like the the leanest guy here 
was still tall and like a big dude. There was, I think I was in, I'm not a big guy. I'm not a real small guy. I'm kind of average. I was easily the smallest dude there easily. And I'm looking around and I'm going sometimes like say when I go to Olive Garden, I go, I'm getting out of here. I I don't care who I have to kill, but I'm going to fight my way out of here. No problem. I went to this harvest time in in Lowell and I just go, this is going to, I even told my wife because I'm a little more, my ego is a little bit different. <laughs> I, I go, or at least my self-worth is a little different. I even told my wife, I go, if it came down to it, if I had to kill to get out of here, I go, I'm not sure how, how far, how close to the car we're getting. <laughs> I, I think it might be. So I don't know if it's because they like, they, Please it, don't call it, me and here it help. is. It, it's, it's a 25, 30 minute ride from my house. But I was like, this must be just some corn fed, uh, uh, I'm like, do they not have electricity out here? So they just like lift weights. What's going it's, on? It's possible. What's go- the dudes are big in Lowell, man. I didn't care for it. And the guy that was the driver, that mm. we went like a hayride. He kind of looked like Brad Pitt. And here's what's getting get really bad. And I even told my wife, I go, hey, did that driver look a little bit like Brad Pitt? I told her after the fact. I didn't want her to know. She's like, oh, even the waist down. She- <laughs> I told her after. She goes, the- I don't know. I never did. He have a face? I told her after the fact because uh, uh, I didn't want her to dwell on it while we were on the ride. But she was like. Yeah, she even said, she's like, no, I didn't really notice, but like, like we're at, let's do another hayride, you know? I was like, no, man, this is bad. So I'm surrounded by a bunch of dudes who are probably better looking than me that can kill me with their bare hands. Uh, I I had a good time there, but only because I blocked that out. You had a good time once you got home and you could relax. You're like, wow, looking back, that was all right. Yeah, yeah. And and it's like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe I'll carry a knife. Well, good luck because in Lowell, everyone has like six knives on them. They're all like, yeah. Machetes knives. Nah, they all got like (laughs) camouflage hoodies with like Cabela brand knives. It would have been, I don't know. And paracord. I don't know what I would have had to do uh, to get out of there. So... I, I got I, I got problems. I, I did want to talk about Joe Rogan's special, but right. I guess we'll have to Go cover ahead. that next Go week. Ahead. We we touched I'll give you five minutes. <laughs> we touched on it last week and I just said that it was um really good. His new one is called Triggered, it's on Netflix, it's free. Um it's really good. I just wanted to recommend it and say it was great. However, I did take away from this Joe Rogan, similar to the Lowell thing, I have a problem letting my guard down and laughing too much if I think a guy also can kill me. And Joe Rogan could easily kill me. Oh, yeah. Easily. He's. I think he's a multiple black belt in, in I know, Taekwondo for sure. Yeah, well, he... he at like least, prior to if even... nothing else, he's knowledgeable and oh, yeah. versed in, in MMA and yeah. kickboxing, right? So the guy knows... I mean, he knows fighting so much right. where he he uh, is the the color guy at the fights. I mean, he, come on, Joe Buck doesn't know baseball. <laughs> right. He, I, he I mean, knows I mean he, he knows it. It doesn't mean he can Rogan play Rogan knows. He, he knows No, fighting. Rogan does for sure. Yeah. So I have a hard time, like, I go into it going, like, I'll learn from this guy, and I'll agree with him, and I'll and I'll like stuff he says. I go, but I don't know if I'm going to laugh at a guy that can See, beat me up. See, I don't think it's about him beating you up. I think it, it, it comes down to, like, that you're like, hey, that's my thing. Like, I, I consider myself funny, and I consider, like, guys that aren't tough guys that had to, like, flex their intellect. And so you look at him, and yeah. you're like, this guy's got the best of both worlds. Like, are you kidding me? Yes. Like, he's he's got big muscles. He's in damn good shape. He's tough, and he's extremely smart and funny. Yeah. Like like how I said, like, I'm pretty sure Brad Pitt's, like, functionally retarded. Right. It's like that. Like, I like to think that, and I still do think <laughs> that. I still do think that. But, like, you hit the nail on the head. You can't be funny and super tough. Like, I am... I try to, like you said, like like rest my laurels on on my wit because I know I ain't smart, 
and I, I ain't boxing my way out of Lowell, okay? So I'm going to be in trouble. So I sure as hell better uh, exercise my wit in my, I guess, um, I have the best words, you know? Um, so when I see Joe Rogan, I'm like, this dude's way smarter and and, and, and tougher. He, he, this is not going to be good if he's funny. This is like, it just would make me upset. I wouldn't like it. It would hurt my ego well, he, too He's much. come and gone like, five times in the last couple of years where a guys I work with or people I know are like, yeah, I'm going to go to see Joe Rogan. I'm like, I'm not going to see Joe Rogan. Yeah. But this was the first time that I actually sat down and watched. Like I've heard his stuff. Like if you listen on uh, um, serious, like you'll hear bits or whatever, but this was the first time I like watched a long form standup special. And I thought it was exceptional. The most I know him is from his podcast where I go, Oh, that's really smart. News that's radio, or, man. Yeah. Or, uh, or is the fear the factor fear factor? Yeah. I usually go like, that was really smart. Or I agree with that. Or that was a cool comment or that's whatever. That's interesting. But I never go like, he says stuff on the podcast that floors me. Well, here's the thing for every great Joe Rogan podcast, there's 10 that are awful and long and you're just like these guys are just talking like not awful but i mean you know what i mean they're just yeah. not as like uh because i just how, how i heard the one where he talked long. to your buddy your buddy uh um sam harris or dan carlin dan carlin oh that's great and i thought it was i thought it was interesting that joe rogan was like he put himself in a position to provide a bunch of information that wasn't necessarily known to dan carlin or at least dan carlin pretended like oh well oh okay like he researched I, it up a little bit right it's like it, and it felt like you know that's a good Joe Rogan was like saying hey here's a guy that like people credit for being very intelligent and i'm going to have some specific information i can riff on to show that i can i can play ball with this guy well what I, that's what i would do too i mean that's a, that's a smart that's what move. smart people do <laughs> that's that's what smart people do so um yeah, I didn't think that he would be. And I know I'm like Johnny come lately because he's had a million. He's been doing stand-up forever. But I saw his last one. I remember thinking, like, that was actually pretty good. But I watched this one. And I like like in my basement, I'm watching it out loud, laughed many times. I, like, I mean, I was laughing out loud. I, when you told me to watch it, I was like, fuck him, man. Right? I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm not laughing at this. And I watch it by myself in the middle of the night. And I was yeah, like, really funny. I, I anger laughed. I was like, Gah! <laughs> like I literally was laughing right, and I'm right. like, I, I'm thinking to myself like, dude, just fucking relax and watch it. And enjoy right. It. Right. It was hard. That's a great, that's a great good. way to put it. it like you good. have to give him credit, right. but, but like he's, he's tough. So I don't want to laugh. Also, dude, if you watch MMA at all, you know, he always wears a black shirt. I think I'm taller than him though. He always, anyway. it wouldn't matter. <laughs> When Matt, he always wears a black Please button don't down let shirt. My, don't right? let him talk. Don't don't let him talk Look, disrespectful to me. Could you in front win of my in a wife. fight? Yes. Okay. But would he have a tactical advantage ahead of time? Probably because of the reps. Because the reps he's put That's in. True. Doesn't been out of the gym. Doesn't for mean a you while. couldn't roundhouse him. Right. It does not mean that. Um, he always wears a black shirt when he does MMA, and it's sort of become his thing. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I sort of think it's like how George Carlin would do oh, stand up. You and mean just, like Louis and 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 uh, Louis Black? Yeah. Like everybody else who wears black shirts. Well, yeah, or 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 I think George Carlin used to just wear something basic because it was like, um, I don't, just waste I don't, kind of it. I think it was like I don't want any of the attention to be about right, what I'm wearing, right? And I appreciate that, and he does that with MMA, um, but he tried to wear a shirt for this special, and the whole time, like oh, the first like so ten, sweaty. the first ten minutes, I'm just going, well, not even sweaty because I would have sweat more than him. Well, I'm it hung off his pecs in, in a way that was just like it made me feel bad about myself. He looks like a guy that works out so much that he doesn't feel comfortable wearing clothes. Oh yeah. Like the, the neck, the traps, and the, just you got these are made to, to hang on coat hangers, not right. not on you. So I'm watching him, and his his uh he he's he's half unbuttoned. He can't do the cuffs <laughs> because he's like, look, I'm gonna wear this shirt for for 65 minutes, and then it's coming off. In fact, the tag's still on, and I'm returning it. 
<laughs> so his cuffs were under like he didn't bother. His neck is as big. Him and Dana White are morphing into the same mm. person. I'm not the first person to say that. But human centipede. His neck is huge. Uh, he didn't do the cuffs, so he just looked like like I need to take this shirt off so I can strangle somebody. <laughs> Yet I still was laughing. So I'm sorry if that was more than five minutes, but uh, I'll probably go back and watch it again because I did what you did. I hate laughs. I'm gonna go. This guy's smart and he knows how to do a good interview, but he's not like. He's talking all these funny stand-ups, but he's not that good. No, he really is. Well, he even really like is. my biggest thing is it started out with pot humor, and I'm like, dude, unless you're Cheech and Chong, like I don't want to hear it. Like God, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just been overdone, and like yeah. I don't, I don't. It's just not an area. Just like politics, when people do imitations of like you know president, past presidents. I saw Dana Carvey has a special coming out. And I'm like, no, thank just you. Just go away. <laughs> just you've been gone. I don't know where you've he, been. He does but like, George whatever, H-W. He does. I think there, and then he does no. Trump, and he does. Of course, I mean, he goes. He, you, you know, I say that, and I still, I still would laugh. But probably, you can't so. go. You're not going to want to go see, you know, Van Halen and not hear Yankee Rose, even though that's a David Lee Ross song. Not a Van Halen. No, that song. But well, because it's Van a David Halen, Lee Ross I would song. go. I would go. Yeah, good. Jump. Play that. I know jump. Okay. All right. Which well, is the song they used to play for the old Cubs in the eighties? Is that jump? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. All right. That's episode one three zero. We will see you next week later. Thank you.